Welcome to Feel Good Sports. Week three of WBBL 08. It's mm. been a big week with a lot of ups and downs. I feel like we should say it's been a big week of things outside of WBBL 08 as well. Just life, guys. Just life. <laughs> um, stick with us. All right. Brisbane Heat. They had a win by three runs thanks to the Duckworth-Lewis-Stern method. Complicated as it is. But they did win by three over the Sydney Thunder. So Thunder, again, just not quite getting the win. Strikers had a win by 31 over the Heat. Strikers also big win over the Scorchers. Sydney Sixers, big win. Eight wickets over the Hurricanes. Stars, they got a win over their crosstown rivals, the Melbourne Renegades. Then the Scorchers bounced back. They had a three-run thriller win over the Brisbane Heat. The Sixers then, well, I wouldn't say smashed because I think the Renegades did better than most expected, but... The Sixers had a big score and a big win. I'm sure we'll talk about that. And then there was another no result because of the rain. Good old Ballarat. The rain came in. The Thunder were two for 79 at the time. No further play. Stars, ba-bow, no result. Hit me with the standings. Sixers are on top. Six matches for them, 10 points, five wins. Scorchers in second on nine points, so just the one point behind. The Strikers in third and the Heat in fourth, both on eight points. But the Heat have played seven games already. Hurricanes, Stars in 5th and 6th, Thunder in 7th, Renegades in 8th. And I, to be honest, I'm not sure I expect too much of a change in that top four to bottom four. Everyone is exactly where, where you would we expect thought. them to be if you've been watching the games. It's been a wild week for Scorchers fans particularly and Heat fans as yes. well. So the Heat had three home games and lost two of them. Bit of a rough run. Interestingly, Alan Border Oval is new. Now, yeah, so new outfield, new renovation all around it, mm. new pitch. So it didn't actually play the same way as the Alan Border previous played. I think it caught a few people unawares, and it might be one of those things that say games in March will be more characteristic of what people are used to than what it was. So what what is it that changes the way a field plays? So the Wacker is infamous for being phenomenally bouncy, right? Mm -hmm. How is it so consistent across years and years? Of It's the clay surface where you get your clay from. They consistently get it from the exact same location and bring it in. Um, So that's a special clay that goes into the Wacker that's also been used at Optus Stadium to attempt to get the same characteristics. What happens if that Wacker clay source disappears for some reason? It's best not to be spoken about. Wow. Have they got a stockpile somewhere? Yeah, it's like a deal. Yeah. They sort of – I don't don't think you stockpile it, but it does Does get delivered in big trucks. Does anyone know where it is? Yeah, I'm sure it could be found. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just wonder if this is a secret that like the gra- like is, secret like the KFC herbs and spices is. I'm thinking like, is there like a a groundskeepers kind of club where you get inducted and then you get the secrets of your you get the of where your GPS location yeah, yeah kind of so some of the premier grounds around Perth as well some have the same attempt to have the same characteristics by accessing the same clay source and stuff like that. It's quite full on. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole. It's like I wonder a, if there's like a, a cake. There's layers. For... It's like a lasagna. It's a, you know, there's lots <laughs> going on. A very, very bouncy lasagna. Yeah, and then there's yeah. Anyway, that's a whole heap okay. of stuff, and probably something so, we'd need an actual curator to come and talk to us about. But Brisbane, I think, disappointed. They would have thought they would be a really good chance to come out of the home some, games and really, really great crowds out of Bris Vegas for the AB Field matches too. I watched the Heat Scorchers game. 
it was so entertaining, so much more entertaining than I anticipated. And possibly because I've been disappointed with the Scorchers so far, loath though I am to say it about a team containing Beth Mooney and Sophie Devine. And Beth Mooney and Sophie Devine still did not fire. It hasn't happened yet. But it was such a such a great game, such an entertaining game. And standouts from the middle order, from Paparo, Green, Edgar, that we don't get to see that much of. No, and I think it's only a good sign for the Scorchers that they're getting some players lower down in the order, getting confident and feeling like they know how to have success at that level. Edgar probably a prime example, someone who is is still only quite young but hasn't really found her feet at WBBL and has had to come off a good year last year of WNCL and this game particularly she fought her way through a slow start and then came home with power and strength and the sound of her bat was fantastic and when, I don't know it's one of those things you know if you make if Mel Jones starts blushing about you and say, talking about oh do you know who my player that I've just noticed is is Amy Edgar you've you're starting to get noticed so I think Eddie was was good for the Scorchers and and Pip she continues to get that chance at number 3 and made it work. Yeah. This game, which was good because yeah, it, it's it's a Achilles heel of those if of theirs that if Mooney and Divine don't fire, we all go, oh. So how good is it if the rest can come up and do stuff and then imagine yeah. if they do fire. I want to tell you a couple of things about the stats from that game as I was Hit me with I it. I know it's a bit of a weird one. Kerr, Laris and Knott all went for six runs, mm-hmm. three in a row, or just six, 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 six down the um, score sheet. And then <laughs> did you notice that Marazan Cap and Alana King had exactly the same statistics? They both had two wickets, went for 23 runs in four overs, and but they both had a single wide. Exactly Freakish. the same statistics. It was. I was just like having a look over the score sheets as I was just prepping for this. Shocking. I did prep. Uh, okay. What else? So obviously that was. That's the game that I was. What about to- Grace Harris for you? I know you're a fan of Grace Harris. I know mm. Perth Scorchers is number one for you. But what about Grace Harris? How's is she performing well enough for you? No. Oh, okay. She obviously isn't. She's not performing well enough for anyone and I don't think she's performing well enough for herself. And, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm new to the Harris Sisters fan club. It's really off the back of having a look at some of their highlights, reels and stuff like that that I've gone, oh, cool. And also just loving Grace Harris's personality generally. But, no, I want to see some, like, absolute massive striking. Big guns. Big guns. Firing. Yeah. Okay, well, now they've played the Scorchers, that's done. Yeah. They can just go to town. Go to town. Yes, please. They can Bosch everyone all around. How did Bosch become a thing? It's a it's white known. goods company. It's known for its big hitting, clean, crisp hitting. <laughs> <laughs> just really washes up the competition. <laughs> what else is good for you? So I've, I've just jumped in with way out of chronology. That's okay. <laughs> We're only picking things that we were excited about. So what about the Sixers? Your, your mate, Healy. <laughs> your mate. My mate. Your mate that you've been, oh, come on, guys. When does she do it? 78 off 54 balls. And that partnership with Batesy. 151. How good. Gee whiz. Talk about not giving anyone else a turn. <laughs> no turns for you. Did not share at all. Yeah, so obviously Healy, Healy looking great. I'm interested in obvious. So this is the Sixers Renegades game, and 
everyone expected the Renegades to get rolled. I think that's fair. Yeah, really rolled. Uh, and the Renegades pulled it back pretty much off the back of um, Hair Out Leeson. Mm-hmm. My mate, Hair Out Leeson, yep. <laughs> With a genuinely gutsy half century. It was good. She 52 off 32 balls. And she looked like she was working for it too. It didn't didn't look super fluent, mm. I guess. She knew her job and worked really hard at it, which I appreciated. The Adapatu catch by Healy behind. Have yes. you had a look at it? Yes. So for me. Low down to the left, snares it in one glove. Low down to the left, 100% glances off the grass. No, I reckon glove got underneath that one. I just you don't agree. Okay. Yeah, if it takes any part of grass. Was this a game that had um, third umpire and stuff? So, yes, they can't actually drill down into it. There'd be so many catches like that in the history of the game without that stuff where you you catch it and genuinely you're like, my fingers are underneath that, but at the same time it's touching grass. So, yeah, there you go. So I think think definitely she caught it, but I think she caught it against the ground <laughs> against the ground <laughs> that's what i that's how i reckon it looked but i wasn't there and i don't know i'm just suspicious because she she didn't like she loves a celebration and she just blanked flat you reckon yeah she i'll, I'll give her credit though i've seen her disown things where she's like i don't know yeah so okay. but they got a lot closer to the renegades than i thought they would have especially after chasing leather for the first part of the Sixers innings, the way that Bates and, and Healy batted. Last week, yeah. you, you spoke out that there was more space in the women's game for walk-in The walk-in outfits. outfits. Yep, absolutely. Today it was Melbourne Cup Day, keeping aside whether those that... Let's not get into the politics. That, that side of it. Let's just focus on the Renegades. They had a Melbourne Cup outfit Parade. parade walking through and went up on their Instagram today and I tagged you in it. I said, look at this. We just need to see more. There's personalities crying to come out in our game. I just feel like it, it gives so much to kind of the fan experience, particularly because sports social media can be so stale. You've sure. got highlights, reels, and you've got, you know, the winner is this and then you've got some training videos. Having having that colour and personality is huge. There's clearly a space for walk-in outfits. We've had two teams do a little fancy dress. I am expecting it from all of the teams and I'll be so disappointed not to see it. Some give such good face on the walkout <laughs> as well. Good Molyneux, Webb. Others give it the green light. Adipadu's too friendly. I'm, I'm all for it. Well done. So, oh, yeah, I think every other team has to have this moment throughout Big fan. So the strikers looking the goods. Oh, aren't they playing so well? What's up with Darcy Brown's form right now? Jeez Louise, bottle that and sell it. Whatever's going on with Darcy Brown. Honestly, hot dog, like far out. I can't. I have (laughs) hot hot dog dog far out. out. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, hot dog far out. Yes. I have intelligent things to say about this. She didn't, just, we, didn't we start this saying that you were the person that would bring some really quality words to work? Person. Hot dog, <laughs> far out. But Darcy, yes, Darcy Brown, Brown. look in the goods. She's just looking so uh, fast and dangerous. Strikers doing excellent work, particularly their bowling lineup is just so intimidating, right? Um, what's up with Tali McGrath? Not quite firing. Not quite there for me. I've come on, Talia McGrath. 
<laughs> come, on, come on, Talia McGrath. The <clears throat> magnifying glass yeah. goes on to Talia McGrath. I think the mag- week. so. I th- so here's the thing, though. I think the magnifying glass is always on Talia McGrath at the moment, and you and I have both got opinions about. Um, heaven forbid, future captaincy op- options. Mm. Yeah, um, she's got to be in the conversation in time, and. She has been phenomenal at various points throughout the year. But it's kind of disappointing when you're not seeing the team, best of her. Team Mac smashing sixes. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. Any game that she doesn't smash a couple of big sixes, you're a little bit like, what did I come here for? Have a good hard look at yourself. Apparently. Team Mac. Have a good hard <laughs> look at yourself. I'm qualified yeah. to say that yeah. for sure. But unsolicited l- advice with Lane. <laughs> Uh, completely unqualified cricketing advice. <laughs> Phenomenally unqualified. Everything else about the strikers I'll take. So at the moment you've got Amanda Jade Wellington and hot dog far out Darcy Brown <laughs> on 11 wickets. And we already knew that Amanda Jade Wellington was is my pick at the spinners. So, Well, Jess Jonathan. I know. Congratulations to her at the moment out in front now of Molly Highest Strano. Highest wicket-taker of WBBL history. So that's going to be a good little battle watching that go through. Maitland Brown, the best of the pace bowler, sitting in second with 12 wickets. i got to say, I had no idea who Maitland Brown was because last season I didn't really know who the players were that I was watching when I was watching. I have loved watching her through the first half of this season. She's fun, isn't she, to watch? She's fun and she's dynamic and she just, I don't know, I just think she's like cracking and in a side that's just full of superstars, the fact that she can kind of find this kind of point of difference is really impressive. I agree. Fine, okay. If you, if you want to be brilliant. Be brilliant. Go off, Maitland Brown. Sophie Eccleston. She always ends up in our podcast as well. Every single one so far. Who? Maitland Brown. Maitland Brown. How's she? Oh, there you yep. go. Eccleston, also 12 wickets along with Brown. So of the top five, three are spinners. Two pace bowlers in Brown and Brown. There you go. Just mm-hmm. realised that. Maitland and Darcy Brown, not related. Kerr, Hancock, Mills, another spinner. So Kerr, a spinner, Mills, a spinner, Ashley Gardner, spinner, and Cheadle, um, a pace bowler. So look, the, the sixes, when you look at it, I hadn't even looked at this until right now. Wickets-wise, top ten. They have four of the top ten wicket takers. Not surprising. Mm. Games coming up. Yep. Hobart Hurricanes versus Melbourne Renegades. Mm-hmm. Bloodstone Arena. Do you know that Bell Reeve Oval, that's Bloodstone Arena. I've been there. Have you? Absolutely. It was covered in hail Tuesday mm-hmm. during the Sheffield Shield fixture. So fun times down in Tasmania Look at the moment. Look forward to that, girls. Yeah. Make sure you've got your undergarments ready to go, your thermals. Oh, far out. I have a, I have a couple of questions. Okay. Firstly, I'm assuming it's not underwear that I see sticking up the back of the pants of WBBL players. Like there's like a white strip or maybe like a black strip when they're batting. Yeah, it's the it's the Velcro strap that's holding their thigh pads in together. Cool. Some uh, one of the brands is called Strippers. Okay. Mm. Uh. So games coming up. Starting yeah. Again. No games wait. No no no. Up. I have yeah. another question okay. on the weather. So we've had a couple of rainouts and a couple of rain affected games and. Uh, couple of teams heading down to hail affected Plunstone <laughs> Arena. Do squads train in rain? Mm, not really. You, you'll do fitness in the rain. But, but you're not going to be doing bowling, any bowling or batting No, because you'll destroy the practice facilities and yeah. your own equipment. Yeah, the timber 
doesn't love the rain. So the we've seen does over not love the, the rain. Yeah, we've seen over the last few days teams playing at Ballarat in the rain and they're just these players have just not trained for that those not, conditions. Uh, you you will occasionally we say older balls or some different balls you'll do you'll probably do fielding sessions more than batting and bowling because yeah, okay. then you can really destroy the surface so then it gets destroyed for the rest of the year. But you will do fielding. All right. Or if it has rained, you'll then go out and do fielding because then you get to practice mad slides. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's very difficult conditions to play in. The ball gets – it turns into basically like soap. Yeah. It gets so slippery. Let's move on. Games coming up. We have a double header at North Sydney Oval. Great place for women's cricket, North Sydney Oval. Strikers taking on the Stars. Strikers should do that easy. Mm-hmm. Thunder versus the Sydney Sixers. The Sydney so this Smash. Is the Sydney. Yeah. The Sydney Smash. So – Hannah Darlington mentioned last week that she was hoping to be back. Oh, yes. Sydney Smash. That'll be interesting. Now, who came in for her? Tahuhu. Yeah, Darlington. She'd be a great in, especially with the ball. So that'll be interesting, the Sydney Smash at North Sydney Oval. Then Hurricanes take on the Renegades at Hale-affected Blunston Arena, although you're assuming in a couple of days' time that won't be the case. Thunder will take on the Heat. So they fly into... um, Hobart to play Brisbane. I know, confusing. Uh, on Saturday, Lilac Hill starts. So our local. Our local. Festival. Yeah. Stars taking on the Strikers. And then the Scorchers taking on the Sixers. That's traditionally a cracking game at Lilac Hill. It's the first game I saw last year. It is too. Yeah. It's it the one I was too. like, hey, if I should watch a cricket game this season, what should I go see? I said that one. That's yep. the one to go. So are you going to come again? Yes. Yeah, yes. we're going to be there for the whole day, bringing, bringing the fam, doing a whole setup, the whole thing, because, look, I'm making them. But also, <laughs> my four-year-old, um, I promised him I would take him to the cricket a couple of weeks ago. I was going to take him to the Wacker to, for Scorchers Hurricanes, got rained out, and he was filthy about it. So was he? Yeah, he was, he's been asking me about it every day since then. There's another reason that he likes to go to the cricket, though. Yeah, look, I haven't quite broken it to him that – no, I have. I've been trying to explain to him that Meg Lanning's not playing this season. <laughs> I'm thinking of one other reason as well, or two other reasons. Okay, s- yeah, no, that's specifically. So I went straight to Meg Lanning. You did. Because that's also my personal disappointment. <laughs> the Dragons. He's a big fan of the Dragons. Blaze and Ember are the Scorchers dragon mascots. They've got two mascots because one dragon needs a buddy dragon uh, and they just – they, they just hang out. They just do the whole day. They and just the do laps, don't just they? just like my kid did a whole, I think, two laps around Lilac Hill last year. We should put my smartwatch on your son's wrist and just see how many <laughs> steps he does following <laughs> the dragons around all day. <laughs> We've also invited friends who also have two small boys. So it's it's going to get wild. Just like little cadre of boys just trailing around after these dragons. Cool. Yeah, well, I can't wait for that. And then on the Sunday at Lilac Hill, the Scorchers take on the Strikers. So, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend locally. If you're in Perth, turn up to Lilac Hill. That's us mm-hmm. for this week. Please. <laughs> Laters. Laters. Useless. Bye. Bye.